Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Pineapple grapefruit drink and the other Del Monte juice drinks. For goodness sakes, where do you think you're going? I'm going to the office. Oh, now we had all that out last night. You know what the doctor said. With the shape that ankle is in, the doctor said you should absolutely not walk on that foot. Now, look, as soon as I get downtown, I'll send the office boy out for a cane. Well, I think it's very foolish. Look, if I don't go to work, I won't have a job. Charlie Bemis will have it. Oh, honestly, dear, he's just helping out with your work while you're laid up. I hardly slept at all last night, boy, when I thought of how ironical it is. Charlie loses his job, I recommend him. For one with my company, then I go skiing, wind up with a bum ankle... Charlie takes over my job. He's not taking over nah, your job. Charlie time. said Mr. Cranshaw merely wants Charlie to get acquainted with a setup down there. Then he has a special job in mind for him. Yeah, mine, probably. Now, look, you did something nice for Charlie by recommending him for a job. Why do you spoil your good deed by talking like that? Why, he said you were the only friend he had. Well, he's not going to have me very much longer. Dear. Look, is Charlie being a friend? It's taken me ten years to learn the ins and outs of that job. Charlie walks in and one day just takes over. What's Mr. Cranshaw going to think? He's going to think Charlie's a genius and I'm not worth a row of pins. Oh, Mr. Cranshaw isn't going to think any such thing. You should have more confidence than that. Now sit down and have some breakfast. No, no, look, I want to get down there early before anybody else. I'll be darned if I want to walk in and find Charlie sitting at my desk. Probably with his feet up, leaning back, smoking a cigar. Oh, for heaven. I'll get it now. Drink your orange juice at least. And take some coffee. Hello. Oh, good morning, Charlie. We're just talking about... The Charlie? Huh? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, hold on, Charlie. He says he's already down there, opening the mail, and nothing looks too important, so you just stay home today and take care of that ankle. You tell Charlie Bemis that I'll be down there in 20 minutes. <laughs> No men have earned the right to call the world their own. Two who have come fairly close on the basis of travel and experience are Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. Wanderlust has never served a more fruitful purpose than theirs, for it's their eyewitness experience that lends so much authority to their broadcast. Monday through Friday evening on most of these same stations, you're listening to more than mere second-hand reports when Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas are on the job. Each man has the knack, born from personal experience of translating a headline into its historical values, a news feature into its full depth of meaning. You can't buy experience like theirs, but thanks to them and to CBS Radio, you can have it every weekday evening. Make Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas a habit 
the sure way to be fully informed and to be fully certain that the information you're getting is factual, couched in terms they understand and you understand too. Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas on most of these same stations. Oh, for goodness sake, oh, Mama. Yeah, well, how did things go at the office today? I'm dying to hear. And how is your ankle? Well, look, I didn't move around at all. I got this cane, you know. I made oh. out just fine. <laughs> yeah, let me help you with your coat. Yeah. Well, how'd things go? Huh? Uh, well, must say, you were right. I was wrong. What do you mean? Well, kind of ashamed of myself, to tell you the truth. Charlie really couldn't have been nicer. Oh, good. I told you, dear, not to worry. I know, I know. You were right, you were he right. He was nice, huh? Look, he was so nice that actually I was embarrassed. Really? <laughs> well, you know, when he wanted to see me, he'd knock at my door like a little mouse. I finally got so I said, Charlie, please. Oh, sure. I mean, actually, it really is downright embarrassing to have one of your friends suddenly working in the same company and under you, you know. Oh, yes, I can see that. Well, are, are you over, Charlie? Well, I mean, I suppose so. Nobody's sure just what job he's got yet. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, I hope it works out. I suppose the situation is a little awkward. Oh, yeah, because I was very careful, you know, not to sort of lord it over him. Oh, sure. <laughs> Actually, it, it really does give you a wonderful feeling to think that you've done something for somebody. Of course <laughs> it does, dear. And for your sake, I hope Charlie works out since you recommended him. Oh, he'll do fine, and... I'm there, you know, keep an eye on him and give him any help he needs. Oh, sure, of course, of course. I was just wondering if maybe I ought to give Charlie and Madge a call, ask them if they'd like to drop over tonight. I mean, just to show that, well, you know. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. yes, uh-huh, well, I know, maybe so, dear. Yeah, kind of. All right, you do that, dear, and I'll start uh, dinner. Well, I want to tell you something, pal. When you called and said, come on over tonight, I said to Madge, well, I don't care whether Mr. Cranshaw wanted to keep my new job secret or not. You're my pal, and I'm going to let you in on it. Well, uh, well, what do you mean? Let me in on what? Well, I agreed with Charlie, didn't I, sweetie? Yes, you did, baby. Madge said, you tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell us what? Do sit down. Why are we all standing? <laughs> I fixed some pie and coffee. Oh, I couldn't eat a thing. I'm so excited. When Charlie came home and told me, I didn't eat a bite of dinner. Wait a minute, will you? What's all this about? What do you mean, keep your job secret, Charlie? Well, just until it's definite, that's all. Well, <laughs> brace yourself. No, Charlie, tell them. Charlie's going to Europe. Oh, for the love of Mike, you spill the beans before they even lead up to Well, it. darling, you were taking so long, and I'm so excited. What do you mean going to Europe, Charlie? Yeah, and I'm going with him. You mean you're not taking the job, Charlie? That is the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the company is sending me to Europe on a business trip. Sending you to Europe? To Europe? Yeah, yeah. London, Gay, Paris, Rome, Brussels. No, no, well, wait a minute. My company's never done anything like that. Well, it's the new merger, pal. You see, when your outfit here merged last week with this big company in New York, well, it seems Isn't that... it simply marvelous? Of course, the first thing I thought of, what am I going to take in the way of clothes? Yeah. Well, now, this, this merger means a much bigger operation. I mean, this is a really big export-import company in New York. Yeah, I know what the company is, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, sure, you do. Well, actually, it was just one of those lucky things that happened, you know. I was sitting in Cranshaw's office yesterday, you know, seeing him about the sales manager's job. Yeah, yeah, go, go on. Well, you'd given me such a darn good recommendation, and believe me, I know, I know that this is all due to what you said about me, pal. I mean, I said that to you, didn't I, Maggie? Yes, you did, sweetie. Because Cranshaw was very impressed with what you said about me. And yet this, this sales manager's job didn't seem to be quite suited to me. 
and he said that. Well, just just as he was talking, he happened to pick up a letter he'd gotten from this Atlo Export Company. He handed it to me, and he said, read that. Yeah, yeah. So I did. And it seems that they were asking him to recommend any, well, <laughs> bright young man he could think of to be sent abroad to buy merchandise. And Cranshaw said, how would you like that? And Charlie said, how would I like that? Well, I didn't, I didn't put it that way, man. I just said I, I thought it was right down my alley. I, I said I thought I'd be a good man for the job. Well, we talked about it a while, and then Cranshaw put in a call to New York and while it's not definite, Cranshaw said it was 99% sure. Oh, well, that, that, that's, that's... That's wonderful, Charlie. Wonderful, well, Charlie. If, if I get it, I'm going to work like a dog, pal. Now, after all, after, you recommended me, and by gosh, it's up to me to make good. Not only for my sake, but for yours. And I'll, I'll never forget it. Oh, well, now, Charlie, I didn't do anything. Oh, I, yes, I... you did. If you hadn't sent me in to see Cranshaw in the first place, I'd never have gotten this. And frankly, well, I'm not very good at sentimental stuff, pal, but, well... Charlie had tears in his eyes tonight when he came home and told me about this. And he said to me, and these were his very words, he said, Madge, don't you ever forget that we owe this to the only real friends we've ever had. And I meant it from the bottom of my heart, pal. Now, I, I know I've been a pain in the neck to both of you at times, but... My gosh, I'll never forget this. Well, I won't either. When I think of getting this marvelous, simply marvelous opportunity to travel abroad with all our expenses paid just because of two wonderful people like you. Well, well, my goodness, I, I didn't do anything. Oh, you Mag. did. You did. When you found out Charlie lost his job, you gave me moral support. Well, you gave me more than that, pal. You gave me a job. Well, I, it's, it's wonderful, Charlie. I, I mean... It, well, how can you get away, Madge, with four children? Oh, I called Mother right away. And she said not to worry about a thing. She'd love to take care of the boys. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, will you be gone all the time? All year? Oh, no, no. I'm just going on the first trip. Yeah, I'll be six months in this country and six months traveling. At least that's the way it stacks up now. Of course, all the details have to be ironed out. Well, I... I certainly hope it all works out for you, Charlie. Don't you, dear? Dear? Oh, yes, works out. Yes, I should say so. I'm I'm, I'm glad you're getting a job you like, Charlie, and, well, any help I gave, I, I was glad to do. Never forget it. Never forget it, will we, Matt? Never. Just never. Do you mind if I give your husband a grateful kiss? Oh, not at all. Not a, let's not all be so sad. My goodness, this is it's wonderful. And will you excuse us now while we bring in the pie and coffee? Oh, of course, Come darling. Charlie and I have a million things to talk about. You know, passports and clothes and flying. And... <laughs> darling, carry in the tray with the pie. I'll bring the coffee. Now, honey, don't just stare out the window. I know how you feel. I've been with that company ten years. Ten years. Charlie, not even ten hours. She gets offered a job like that. Be quiet. Cranshaw didn't even ask me if I'd like it. Now, be quiet. Didn't even ask me. Charlie and Madge will hear you. Yeah. Anyhow, Mr. Cranshaw may have thought you wouldn't want a traveling job like that. Now that we've just built a new house and all. I'd like to have been asked. Guy likes an opportunity to think about it, even if I'd turned it down. I know. How we've always wanted to go to Europe. No. Imagine going with all expenses paid. Yeah. Makes me kind of mad, too. 
Well, you did something wonderful for them, and they will be eternally grateful. Now console yourself with having done a good deed. No, no, dear. <laughs> you know human nature. Nobody likes to be eternally grateful. Mark my word. Before the evening is over, they'll have attributed Charlie's new job to... Something else entirely. Hey, what what's, what's going on out here? Oh, hi, Can't we pour the coffee or something? Yeah. It's time we helped you. Now, look here, Charlie. I, I want you to stop giving me all the credit for this new job. Well, that's what I said to him. I said, Mr. Cranshaw recognizes you're a very smart man with marvelous ideas. Not only that, but Charlie has always been lucky. And luck has a lot to do with yeah, it. that's true. That's true. People have always said I was just plain born under a lucky star. <laughs> Come on, I'll carry in the pie. You know, you're right, man. Well, that's what I said, sweetie. <laughs> See what I mean, honey? Yes, I sure do, dear. <laughs> Have you, have you had your soup today? Campbell's, of course, Campbell's, of course Once a day, every day, you should have a bowl of Campbell's soup Have some Campbell's right now Serve your family big nourishing bowls full of Get Up and Go Campbell's Vegetable Soup your hungry youngsters will just love it. Campbell's Vegetable Soup. Mmm, good. Has the vitamins, proteins, and minerals of 15 garden vegetables. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Audrey Christie and Don Briggs and is produced by Walter Hart. <laughs>